When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, how about them damn Celtics? We are back with another episode of How About Them Celtics. Sam and I are here recording on Wednesday, September 13th. Uh, and we have actually a good amount of stuff today in the late months of September. And so we're not lying. We are, we are chilling. Yeah, I know. We're not lying this time. We actually do have Celtics stuff to talk about. Uh, before that, though, I was so every I was telling Sam this before the pod. Every once in a while, I'll go to Spotify. I'll say, OK, how many reviews we had? Because that, that's kind of how I measure the growth of our podcast, because like, when we started, obviously there were zero reviews or this many. And then I see, oh, 20 people have rated the pod or, or this many people have rated the pod. And <clears throat> Apple Podcasts has a system where you can look at written reviews or people can write written reviews. Uh, and we've never had any just because we're not like only the bigger podcasts have them. And I checked last night and we had one and it was from RJ who has become a staple on the show. So I just wanted to say RJ. In the He's first essentially like a show. a show member. <laughs> yeah. Kind of. Like it's almost like he works for us, but not really. Cause He's he essentially writes half the show this time. He's of a year. legend. Yeah. yeah. So just to say cheers to you, RJ, we appreciate you. Thank you very much. Agreed. And also we haven't said this a lot, but for those of you listening on the CLNS media channels, come on over and subscribe to how about them Celtics. I just figured yes. I'd say that in the first couple minutes of the All show. Two of you. People are listening. Yeah. Come on over to how about them. How about them Celtics, our YouTube channel. We're posting daily here. If you want shorter content as well. So just, just putting that out there and you, get by the way, there too early. So check uh, out. We're recording all our stuff tomorrow. Let us know in the comments what you want to see because I got nothing and Jack's yeah. got nothing. We're going to sit here at like six o'clock tomorrow and we're going to say, what are we talking about? And then we're going to sit here for an hour trying to come up with some shitty ideas for nobody to watch. This is exactly what is going to happen. So I'm talking to all of our regular commenters, the Joey Spatulas, the RJs, the the Landons, the the Phillips, the the all these people I always see in the comments. All of you who who come in and interact with us on every video, which again we greatly appreciate. Tell us what to talk about. It doesn't have to be us reacting to stuff like any topic you want to see us talk about. We can figure out a way to title. And even at this point, uh, we'll just do it for odds or something. Yeah, we'll do it for the sake of video. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about Celtics related uh, or even like half Celtics related that we can title for a Celtics audience. But anyways, with that, we can get into the little bit. uh, The first little bit of Celtics news, I should say we have Um, more Lamar Stevens stuff. Uh, mm. We heard earlier this summer that the Celtics were interested in Lamar Stevens. I believe it was, I can't remember who put out the initial report, but they brought him in for a workout um, it was along with TJ Warren. Yep, it was Shams. You're right. Brought in Lamar Stevens, who was traded from the Cavs to the Spurs and waived by the Spurs earlier this offseason. Uh, now from Michael Scotto of Hoopsite saying, free agent swingman Lamar Stevens has drawn interest from several teams, including the Celtics, Timberwolves, Rockets, and Heat. Um also mentioned that the Celtics already signed Sfima Kailu. They have 14 players on the roster on either fully or partially guaranteed contracts and one roster spot open. The biggest thing we've talked about all summer is, oh, they're probably saving that for Blake. Now, if that's unlikely, they could look to somewhere else and, and sign someone. Lamar Stevens could be an option. Although at this point, with how many wings they have on the roster, I don't know how useful that would be. It's <laughs> true. Like, they they, they only have every wing. I wrote about this today. It's something we're going to talk about later in the show. 
Yeah. But they now have this is off the bench, not including Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Who are pretty good. Steve (laughs) McKaylu. They have O'Shea Brissett. They have Sam Hauser. They have Jordan Walsh. And who's the last guy? Who is it? Delano Banton. You count him as a wing? Delano Banton. That was the last one. That's five guys that could potentially be the backup wing. You tell me you want to bring in another one? And mind you, none of these guys are like the head and shoulders leader in candidacy Mm. for the backup minutes. There's going to be some kind of competition to be a part of the rotation throughout the season. Do do they really need more people for this? Like, Mm. who's out there that you're going to get that's better than what you have? Like, Lamar Stevens is definitely a fun player to talk about. We did the video where we watched the highlights. And there are intriguing parts of his game. It's great that he can play defense. He's a hustle guy. Continue, continue, continue. But if I'm looking for those things, I kind of want to see it from Jordan Walsh. Like, that's kind of his, like, selling points. I want to see him get an opportunity. You just drafted him. Let him Mm run. The hell do I want to see him for? Yeah, the only thing I'll say about the Wings is they all do do different things. So like Sam Hauser, Sam Hauser and Steve Mikhailo are similar, but like Hauser is more of a Spider-Man. Hauser is more of a straight up shooter. At least he can handle the ball. So I guess there's that difference, but they're both shooters. But then past that, it is Delano Ben is a hustle defender and a shooter. O'Shea Brissett's a defender, but he's also like a good cutter and a playmaker. Delano Benton can handle the ball pretty well. Bringing in Lamar Stevens, which give you kind of similar things to what Jordan Walsh brings, but he is a, a bigger body. Like he's a lot stronger. He's been in the league longer. He's a much better rebounder. Like that was one thing he did really well in Cleveland. So you can make the argument that he would give you a different look. He's also two way eligible, but with the amount of interest he's getting, I can't imagine that he would be interested in the two way deal at this point. Um, but it's just something to note, I suppose, as the Celtics continue to explore options outside of Blake Griffin. Uh, the next thing is stuff from the athletic, which I thought was interesting and I, I, we can react to here. They did fan surveys um, for Celtics. So basically, they they put out Google Forms uh, in an article asking Celtics Nation a bunch of questions, and then they put the results in these pretty cool um, graphics that we are going to just look at, right? <laughs> we're, we're just going to look at the graphs uh, and, and react to them because I, I thought it would be a cool thing for us to do. So <clears throat> the, uh, the quality on these images... I like the way you served great. that up, though. What? That we're I thought it was a it? fun thing to do. It is, well, I don't know if you've seen it, but it, it is a fun thing to I do. I didn't look at it yet, um, no, so this would be fun. So this is what I'm saying. They're, like, putting these nice little pie charts, which gives you some sort of thing. This one's 3D. a terrible example. Yeah, this one's a terrible example because it is just awful um, quality, but the rest are pretty good quality. So this, this first question is, when did you become a Celtics fan? And you can see the biggest one being the original big three, so in the 80s. So a, a lot of older oh, people are, are... Yeah. This is basically this telling is you who answered the question. Boy. They want to find out who their audience is. So I think we would both fall under the big three redux 07 to 2013. Yes. Yeah. So that's around where we were. Uh, or even, even just after that. So maybe in between yeah. these two. So like around 2014 is right when we were. So that was there. But you can see the pie chart here. Um, how many Celtics games did you watch in 2022? So this whole first one was uh, Fucking basically seeing yeah, seeing who they got to answer the survey. So the biggest one was 65 plus was the biggest one. Um, Obviously, if you're taking the time to answer a Google form, you're probably watching a lot of Celtics games. Um, So a lot of people watched them all. A lot of people fell into the uh, 
41 to 65 and, and 21 to 40 range as well. Um, where are you located? The, the, again, this is just the demographic. Somewhere in the U.S. and Canada, obviously, greater Boston area was a big part of it. A lot of Celtics fans across the nation, though, which is cool. Uh, <clears throat> some in other places as well. How do you consume Celtics games live on NBC Sports Boston? There's no other way. You love respect. <clears throat> Hell yeah. Uh, a lot of people on demand and then live, but only when national. Six, that's a large account for them. <clears throat> I, I wonder how much of that is they're just not in the area, so they don't have a choice, but... <clears throat> They put the same cat, the same answer on there twice. They have live uh, on ninety eight five. The sports hub twice. Mm, uh, live on ninety eight FM. Live on maybe. Uh, I guess that's the same thing. Yeah, I it's just saw the, the different like. Thing. I know. I just saw diff- the different text after, so I was confused. Um, <clears throat> okay, mostly in person. What a flex. Yeah. Right. Orange. Uh, Thirty people. Big peen. <clears throat> Who is your favorite current Celtics player? Jason Tatum gets the mm. large majority. Derek White is the second highest. <clears throat> among current favorite Celtics. That's awesome. Jalen Brown is third. Horford is, or Rob is after that. Then Horford and then a bunch of smaller options. Marcus Smart still got some love. Uh, Pritchard as well. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then a bunch of people in between there. Larry Bird. <clears throat> Jay Scrub got one answer. Uh, some fun people uh, in there. Jay in Scrub's the dad, well. maybe. Maybe. He's out there. <clears throat> Very possible. Who's your favorite Celtic ever? A lot of answers here. Number one, Larry Bird. Number two, Paul Pierce. Number three, Kevin Garnett. Uh, and then the other biggest answer is Marcus Smart with 100 people. So hmm. got to love the respect. A lot of answers in here, though, as you can see. Bob Ryan? I d- yes. Yeah, somebody so, somebody Bob put Ryan. Bob Ryan. Is Bill yeah, Simmons is on there? But Russell also got love. Uh, I have no idea if Bill Simmons is on I don't think so. Either. I don't doubt it. What is this? Gerald Green vibes only. That's funny. Somebody just answered with hmm. a color code of some sort. Um, Scalabrini respect. gets some love. Excuse me. Grant Williams got two votes. It wasn't me. I promise you it wasn't me. Uh, I voted Marcus Smart for this question. I remember. Um, start state of the franchise. How do you feel about last season? 51% of people. Great season, but still fell short. 32% Terrible. disappointed. I think I fell under the... Uh, I don't know what I voted for this. I, I think disappointed or... I think it. I, I, I don't think I said great season, but still fell short. I think I said disappointed. Um, I that's think that's what me. it was. Extremely frustrated. No, this that's is me. me. <laughs> that's me. How do you feel after this offseason? Remain strong Fucking contenders. Terrible. I agree. Title favorites. Uh, who cares? Smart trade broke my heart. There's Sam. <laughs> it, it should. They should have a they better win option because I think that's truly the best it's answer. Like. The, the smart trade broke my heart, but if they win, then fine. But if not, then you're going to fucking hear mm-hmm. about it. That's your favorite. It's your favorite. How do you feel about the long-term future? We'll be a solid contender for years. I agree. Perennial yes. title favorites. There's that as well. Should be that too. Missed their chance already. And then time to break it up. Not a lot of votes for those. I think every single one of those is valid except for the break it up. <laughs> I, I can see because to be honest, it does feel like they missed chances. But at the same time, it, it also doesn't feel like they're done. <clears throat> Definitely. Nothing I think happened I voted, um... this summer where you're like, damn, like, well, now <clears throat> they're fucked. Like, no, yeah. there's nothing. Nothing yet. <laughs> How confident are you in Joe Missoula? Large majority solid, but still learning. Some with average, some with bring back Brad, and some with great coach in the making. <clears throat> I voted solid, but still learning. I think that's the pretty average. Yeah. <clears throat> you're going average over solid, but still learning. Yeah. Average. Fair enough. Same, but he, I would say average, but still learning. Sure. S- similar. 
How confident are you in ownership's leadership and commitment to winning? Very. They have given the team chances. Good. Somewhat. It's been a long time since something. They're average NBA governors and sell the team. Sell the Large team. majority with very confident. And I think that's fair. I think they've been pretty good at it. I think you should be confident. They seem like they're willing mm-hmm. to spend money. They keep saying it. And then they're like, oh, Grant's not coming back. That that was the only red flag that we've seen recently. But still, it, it's okay. And, and I mean, you saw it a little bit a couple of years ago when they just said okay goodbye tice let's not let's just get back nothing and dump your salary that was weird world champion tice how confident are you in brad stevens one of the better front offices in the league got the majority of the votes they will deliver banner 18 so a lot of confidence in brad with these two um doing a solid job there is very little brad hate here which is i agree with he doesn't deserve he's been good i think well there is no reason to feel like he isn't doing a solid job at the very least Right. Like, agree. Okay. So roughly, let's say like 95% of people have faith in him. Yeah. More than that. Yeah. Not 97, 98, whatever. And they're kind of right too. He hasn't really messed up yet. Agree. Agree. Good for Brad. Summer. The summer will tell the heart of a nation. Who is the most indispensable person in Celtics nation? Jason Tatum, number one. And uh, I, I think I agreed with this. Number two was Brad Stevens. And then there was nothing even close to those. There were some with Wick Grosbeck, Mike Zarin, no one. And then a lot of Ant- Marcus Smart got some votes in here. Uh, Lucky got a 10 votes. What's that red one? <laughs> Mike Gorman. Mike Gorman. Yeah, good answer. Uh, did I see Janos get 12 Janos. votes? <laughs> That's amazing. Jay King got six votes. Any how about them Celtics in here? Did you guys show up? I don't Definitely think so. Not. Imagine Jay King or imagine. Yeah, right. Whoever keeps Porzingis on the court, Jam Packard, Riffs Man, the God in Green Road. Bill Simmons dad. That's fire. Uh, can we skip through all these? Sam Sheehan, Ben Affleck, Blake Griffin, Christoph Porzingis, Dave Portnett, Bill Simmons, Jam Packard, Sam Cassell, Kendrick Perkins, Johnny Most, uh, Timmy. Timmy's a good answer. He's a beast. Bobby Manning. Bobby Manning from CLNS. I'm glad Bobby they Manning. clarified. I would have got him mixed up with the other Bobby Manning. I, imagine Bobby just wrote in, hey, it's me. Yeah. Bobby is the beast, though. Bobby is unironically like. He's like, a dog. He's he's a legend. Keith Smith, your, <laughs> your mom. Uh, Cedric Maxwell, Jalen Brown, Coley McGino, Scal. Uh, I'm just curious now because these are all fun. Deuce Tatum, Marcus Smart. Dan Greenberg, the fans. Yeah, yeah. There we go. No, no, how about the Celtics? Guys, what are we doing? Get come on. Can we can we show out a little bit? Come on. Somebody <laughs> misspelled Mike Gorman. Oh, disaster. Oh, did someone put it somewhere else? Yeah, like the, no, no, no. It's it's toward just move on. Move on. Yeah. <laughs> Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers can bet five dollars and get two hundred in bonus bets guaranteed that's guaranteed plus all customers who bet five dollars will get 100 off nfl sunday ticket from youtube and youtube tv now is the best time to join fanduel it absolutely is the app is easy to use and you can be on everything from spreads to player props and more so visit fanduel.com boston kick off the nfl season with an offer you won't want to miss fanduel official partner of the nfl uh 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. There is a part two. Um, and I think this is what I saw when I wanted to do it. These are more interesting questions, I think, because they ask about sort of the state of the team and what's going on in t- heading into okay. the season. Um, like the franchise corner zones. Is Jason Tatum going to be an MVP? Once is a large majority of the vote. Several times has, an, has a little portion. Then he will never quite get there. Is the second highest at 20%. What but um, I think he will win the MVP award at least once. I'm not going to like say several times. I think two time is potential, but he's just going up against so much competition. Like I think there will be a year where the Celtics have a great regular season. He puts up similar numbers to the ones he puts up this year that combined with voter. Like I think he'll get one. And if the Celtics are really, really good for string years, I think he could get multiple, but I, I do think he'll definitely get one. So I'd probably vote once here. I'm torn. I think he'll get one, but also mm-hmm. I'm not convinced he'll ever get there, but I think he'll get one. Largely because they just kind of give them to whoever. Like yeah. Embiid got one just because he cried about it long enough this year. Mm-hmm. Like Jokic yeah. probably had the better regular season. Like if I was a voter, I would have close. voted Jokic solely because there was a head to head at the end of the season. I might have voted Giannis. Sat. Yeah. Or Giannis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's like real voter fatigue. Like it's a real thing. So you're starting to kind of run out of new age guys that haven't won it yet. Like there's Tatum, Luca. Uh, who am I missing? Uh, of like the the main stars um, of, of the younger class, Shay could okay, get one. Shay, he's like you a could, new star though. He's got he's got some dues to pay. Yeah, all NBA first team though. I'm just <laughs> excuse me saying he has MVP potential. You could argue like like before all the the gun stuff. John Morant was on the way. Like he he could be an MVP type guy, and it, I think he'll get back there. I don't Most think he's getting this pistol. way too much. Um, <laughs> yeah, but outside of Tatum and Luca, there's no real clear cut. Like, okay, yeah, this is a young guy, Devin Booker, maybe Devin Booker is another Devin one. Devin Booker, okay, yeah, it's a good answer. Mm-hmm. He will never quite get there. The argument, my argument for that is, we still haven't seen Tatum play a whole season without sucking for at true. least a month. So, <laughs> if he's ever going to win an MVP, he has to play a complete season. And in his defense, the Celtics are playing so much basketball, as annoying as it is to watch it's understandable that maybe his body craps out for a little bit and gets tired. If if you want to attribute yeah. that to why he might not play well for certain stretches, it's understandable. He's played a ton of games. They made the finals. They made the Eastern conference finals at least now three years in a row. No, mm-hmm. two years in a row, three mm-hmm. of the last four. Yeah. And he played in the Olympics and he played in the world cup before they made that bubble run or after before. I don't remember which one they, they played in it at some point. After, he plays yeah. a lot of basketball. Mm-hmm. yes all right next question how do you feel about jalen brown's contract 61 percent said glad he's around but that's a lot of money 29.7 percent great deal Celtics need to keep them together forever uh green which is about like i don't know 15 10 percent saying just can't believe he signed the biggest contract and then the red which is the lowest bar but still a little bit there too much money he'll never be good enough i think 61 percent saying glad he's around that's a lot of money is good and then the second one being keep them together is also good. Like pe- people are happy that he's back, which is a good sign. And yeah, it's a lot of money. The only reason why the money matters is if you ever need to trade him, then it becomes a little bit of a hangup. But for all intents and purposes of what the fan base sees going forward, if it is keeping 
Tatum and Brown together, like the blue section says, then there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. It is a great deal because that money doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Sure, they're paying it. But if he's staying with the team, it literally does not matter. And they can't use it elsewhere. That's the big thing. It's that's like, what else that's the point. Like, <clears throat> you're not going to get anything better than Jalen Brown for that money as it stands. If Agreed. you're trying to trade him, maybe it becomes a roadblock. Just like when we talk even about then, game, though, I'm like, the contract sucks. Like, I don't want Yeah, But even then, though, like, he is a good enough player where you could get a team to, like, even at worst case, give you a solid... 30 million dollar player which that sounds like a lot but that's going to be like a, a borderline all-star in in a couple of years and then filler contracts that will easily match that so like i don't even think that'll become an issue unless something really bad happens so uh, i'm glad people are, are happy jalen's back how will christoph's Porzingis fit in boston 78 percent very well if he stays healthy 12 percent saying i have no idea it could go either way <clears throat> a little bit less than that he's the missing piece to a title and then two lower ones saying bad fit and another score first player could be an issue so overwhelmingly 1100 votes 78 percent of the votes saying good fit great fit if he stays healthy which yeah pr pretty much <clears throat> I agree. things are off to a roaring start with that Woo! plantar fasciitis let's go <clears throat> love it all right i think i might have that <clears throat> farewell to marcus smart how should marcus smart be remembered in boston 45 percent the org's greatest competitor since kevin garnett 41 percent a flawed but lovable player 10.5%, one of the best Celtics in a long time. And then smaller than that, regular source of frustration and the player who is holding the Celtics back. And those are very, very tiny slivers. It is overwhelmingly either the org's greatest competitor since Kevin Garnett or a flawed but lovable player. So there is love there, although you do see the, the twinge of eh, of people disliking him. But I, I mean, they're the loudest. <clears throat> yeah. That, that you would have are. thought he was the devil at times when he was <clears throat> with the Celtics. Yeah, I agree with the org's greatest competitors. They better KG, win. Though. <clears throat> I like that. They they better win. Did the Celtics screw up by trading Marcus Smart? <clears throat> 36%. Yes, but only because I love him. Porzingis will be better. I voted that, or I would have. I don't think I did this part of the vote. Uh, agree. No, Porzingis and the picks are clearly more valuable. That is like 70% of the vote with those two answers. 14%. Yes, he was irreplaceable or has the heart and soul. 9%. Yes, they will miss his passing more than his defense. And red. No, he was holding them back, which is about like seven percent so overwhelmingly it is yes they did screw up or excuse me overwhelmingly it is yes they screwed up but Porzing but only because i love them or no they didn't porzingis is better so i think people are are sad about the deal because he was marcus smart but understand that it was good value which is where i stand i think we're both there but if they lose i'm gonna yeah. give them hell for it because i think it was a risky move it was that it was uh next one can robert williams become an all-star very Ooh, split. That's a here. good question. It is. This is this is why I liked this this one. Uh, can Robert Williams become an All Star? Thirty six percent no. Offense is too limited. Thirty three percent yes. Twenty six percent no. Has talent but won't stay healthy. And then like what is it? What would that be? Like ten percent, five, six percent no. Won't improve much more. So very split vote here. I would probably go with no. Offense is too limited just because I don't think he'll get the amount of touches he'll need. Um, but that's me. See. There should be another option here that's no because the other options in the Eastern Conference are just so much better. You, True. Is he really ever going to be better than Embiid or Bam? Probably not. Then no. you have Jared Allen hanging out who made it and has a very similar skill set to Rob. So you could very much be like, well, look at that. And Rob could definitely get on. But then you're going to have other bigs like kind of show up. 
Evan Mobley is going to become a better player and he'll earn one of the big man votes, even though he's technically a forward. Who did you say that he can hang on? Uh, uh, who's the other one? Jared Allen. He made okay, an all-star yes. team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's what I was he's do. just about the same guy. So <laughs> it's fun. It's going to be tough though. I, I think there's too much talent the and he won't get enough touches. He might be on the Celtics. Pella, but huh? maybe, yeah, they, they they have guys. Bancaro too, like Wagner, all these front court players coming up. They're easy. <laughs> How long will Horford remain a helpful player? Uh, 48%, just one more season before the Celtics need to replace him. 27%, he has at least two more solid years left. 17%, he's already started slipping. I'm worried. And then a little bit probably forever. So a lot of people think just one more season before the Celtics need to replace him. And then the next biggest is he has two years left. Luckily, as we said, I, I think they've already been on the way to replacing him with Porzingis. So I'd probably go with one or two seasons, probably one before replacing him. But I think the replacement is already in place. I'm a mix between the red and the green. I don't think he looked fantastic in the playoffs. The shooting was a concern. That's kind of the only thing they're asking of him. Of course, defense is important too. The perimeter and he was defense. very, very good against Embiid. But like you say, on quick. the perimeter, he was mm-hmm. very slow. He was yeah. getting targeted in pick and rolls. Teams were taking advantage of him. Yeah. That's not really a good sign if you're relying on him to give you more minutes this year. Now, like mm-hmm. you said, they brought in Porzingis to kind of mend this or or, or soften the blow of him getting old. So hopefully it all works out for the better. Yep. But isolated, I would say I'm kind of worried, but I think he'll be okay for one more year. Agree. I'd be around there. Uh, how much will the Celtics miss Grant Williams? Fifty, <laughs> 53%. His combination of mm. toughness and shooting won't be easy to replace. That actually surprises me. So many people. Yeah, are me too. I wanted it. I wanted everyone to shit on him, dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, 28% more as a locker room force than as a player. 15% not at all. Shaver, Set, and Hauser is at least as good. That's ridiculous. Uh, and Green is a whole lot. The Celtics should never have gone over the second apron to keep him. Um, or they should have gone over. So a lot of oh, okay. people. Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? 53% saying like, hard to replace, which is good. Um, is it good? But, uh, well, good in the sense that like, <laughs> if they're right, it, it's, it's a lot of people. It, it's a lot more than I thought. Um, I do think 15% of people, 200 people saying Brissett and Hauser as good as nuts, but I was high on them. I, I just think they'll miss him. Not now, but later they'll miss him yep. later when Horford starts to get old so. to tie it back to that. And when it starts to show they'll miss him. Yep. I agree. Do the Celtics have a Malcolm Brogdon problem? Almost 50% saying, Nope, he'll be keeping a great player for the bench. Uh, 18% saying, what are you talking about? He's six man of the year. So a lot of people not worried 14%. Yep. They should have traded him after such a good season. 11%. Yep. He'll be upset. They almost traded him. And then the red, no, they were lucky to move smart instead of him. Also again, the minority here, like 8%, but a lot of people not worried about Brogdon. Most people not worried about Brogdon. The answer to this question is only if Malcolm Brogdon decides there's a Malcolm Brogdon problem, which is essentially <laughs> that's a good one. way of putting it. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. There's no reports saying that he's pissed off or whatever. At least I Not don't yet. think there were. You can Not infer that way. he might be far from thrilled that he was yeah. reported to be traded. I wouldn't be. But happy. <laughs> we haven't heard anything come out about this. And I think if there truly were or was any kind of issue, then you would have heard really aggressive trade pursuit from the Celtics end. Like they would really be trying to get rid of him. That, that's just I what I think about it. 
I agree. I think it'll be fine. I, I voted um, he'll be fine off the bench. Uh, and then another iconic farewell, Mike Gorman. How do you feel about Mike Gorman retiring after the season? 67%. Sad to see a legend go. 18.7. Games won't be quite the same, but I'm okay with it. I, I feel like most of these people are just like, yeah, I mean, I understand it. Like, I don't think that's a, a malicious thing. 13% congrats take. to him. Green's the only right answer. <laughs> 13% congrats to him, but ready for a new voice. That's crazy. Yellow. I don't even know how many people this was, but should have retired years ago. That's nuts. <laughs> That's crazy to me. Yeah. I, I don't get anybody that wants him to leave. I think he's excellent. Mm-hmm. He's one of the great Celtics ever. Oddly enough, like we talked about the Mount Rushmore thing, which eventually will go up on Celtics blog that yeah. I wrote. I swear I didn't steal from Forsberg. Um, but <laughs> I really think he like should get a shout for being one of the all-time great Celtics because he's been with the organization for four decades. He truly bleeds green. He cares about everything. He has really good opinions, and he knows what he's talking about. And he's been involved with, what, four championships, I think? Yeah, he's got to be four. He's a legend. Sad to see him go. Survived. Are the Celtics winning at all? This is a category. How many games will the Celtics win this year? 77% said 50 to 59 20% said 60 plus and then only 2% said 40 to 49 so everyone is saying the Celtics will be good uh with the large majority saying they'll win around 50 to 59 games which I think is fair with how much competition there is in the east Uh, I would like to see them win all the games well how far will they make it in the playoffs 36.6% said champions 36.3% said finals 22% 22% said ECF and very few people said second round or losing first round, which would be a disaster. Uh, I can feel it already. The, the angst of the playoffs where we talked about this when it was happening, the expectation that the team is going to have great success in this case, 73 people or 73% of fans said they are going to at least make the finals. Anything less than that, I would have to imagine, is a disappointment. So just get ready for the misery that comes along with your team being good. Keith Smith was the one, I think, that presented it to you when we were talking about it. Yeah. And it is so on the nose because it sucks. It's not as fun as, like, you imagine it to be because you're just like, they're supposed to win. Why aren't they winning? And that's the whole Mm -hmm. spring. That's what it was. Yep. I will say the, I, I get, if I was a fan, that's how I'd feel a lot more. But the fact that we get to sit down and do this, like I still like, regardless, what are, like obviously a lot more fun when they win, but uh, the views say otherwise. So <laughs> put it that way. Wow. Uh, let's see. I don't know how many more there are. Bonus. Will Yamadar ever come no. over to the Celtics? 85% said LOL. 11% he'll make the rock. That one guy in the comments future. is going to be rock hard, <laughs> yeah. dude. There's no chance. There's no chance. But We had one guy in the comments for a month straight just being like, bring him over. He's not coming over. He, he's just not. I'm sorry. I hate to break it to you. But he's afraid that's of the, the athletics competition. Fan survey. Clearly. Yeah, he is. That's what fans think of the Celtics this season. But uh, Next thing we have. Nerlens Noel was released by the Kings. Uh, after just signing there earlier this summer, I believe. Um, and Sam wanted yes. to talk about because he's a local guy mainly. Is I assume why you wanted to talk about him? Well, we talk about them needing like a fourth or fifth big, fifth Count Cornet to just kind of fill in every once in a while. The idea of it is fun. Noel was a top ten pick ten years ago. My God, I remember that <laughs> <Yeah>. day. <laughs> um, he's big. He's six eleven. 
He, throughout his career, was an okay shot blocker. Can't really shoot. But the big problem, he's played 42 games over the last two years. Can't really get on the court, whether it's health or just not being good enough. He played for the Pistons and Nets last year and only played three games. Uh, Played three games for the Nets, 17 total. And he shot 36% in those games. And he's (laughs) almost seven feet tall. So it's not great. No, but not at all. I like a, I like a good story as much as the next guy. So I say trot him out there. Now Jack doesn't agree with me, no. but I think it would be fun. <laughs> no. I'm out. But on only it. if he's, he brings back the flat top. He's washed. Nerlens Noel's washed. I'm sorry. Oh, he's still I I washed. It sucks. Yeah, I'd rather. I'm more interested in Nemus Keda, who they also released, and even that is like not worth it because he's not. He's a good player. Like he actually showed some stuff. I saw a lot of Kings fans like upset they released him, and so like if the Celtics wanted to bring him in to replace the. Fiondu Capigale, like two way spot, fine. But it's just, I don't think either of these guys would ever sniff the court for the Celtics. So there's no, I don't think it's a real point. Kenneth Freed, get, get Kenneth Freed instead. Like, come on, what do we do? Actually, get, yeah, facts. get Get Kenneth Freed instead. I, I agree. Fine. Good call, Jack. We need to Thank we need to continue to push that. And if he gets on the team, we have to like be like, look, like we or the fa- we or started for the club, for the club. Kenneth Freed to Celtics uh, movement. That that's us right here. How about them Celtics? You heard it first. Uh, next thing, we're going to catch up on. RJ's emails. Don't worry about it. We have four. We're going to roll through. We did four last time. We're going to do four today. We're going to get through them all, catch up, and head in. So, <clears throat> opening the email. Sounds good. Right. Sounds good. Okay. We are kicking it off with 2003-2004. This is when my sister was born. Uh, hmm. It's just weird to see how young I am versus old I am because I think I'm old all the time because my sister makes me feel old. But anyways, 2003-2004 spotlight on the start of the age era. Thank you again to RJ, as always, legend. After two years of competing in the playoffs, Danny Ainge decided the Celtics needed more talent that he can turn into even more and better talent. So today we start with the poster child for the gravity sling, Celtics' Ricky Davis. Prior to the start of the season, Danny started cleaning house. In late July, he packaged J.R. Bremer, Bruno Sundov in a 2005 second-round pick to the Cavaliers for Jermaine Jones. In October, he sent Tony Delk and Antoine Walker to the Mavericks for Rafe LaFrance, Chris Millis, Jerry Welsh in a 2004 first. And then in December, Danny bulked, bundled up Tony Batiste, Kendrick Brown, and Eric Williams to the Cavaliers for Ricky Davis, Chris Mim, Michael Stewart, and a 2005 second he sent them in July. In all, 15 players joined or left the Celtics, but all of them, Ricky Davis, was the most noteworthy of all. <clears throat> Not because Danny had misjudged his talent. He was an athletic, flamboyant, six foot six shooting guard who had been in the league for five years and had one season already where he cracked 20 points per game. But while guys like Greg Miner, Eric Williams, and David Wesley were scrappers in team first sorts, Ricky Davis, the 21st pick in the 98 draft, was all about Ricky Davis. In one game, I don't recall if this was, this was with Cleveland or Boston, Davis needed one more rebound for a triple-double, so he took the inbounds pass, bricked a shot at his own basket, and got the board. That said, he was above-the-rim player, something the Celtics had not seen much in their recent history. His first year with the team, he was second on the squad in scoring with 14.1 points per game to go along with 4.2 rebounds and 2.6 assists. Why Davis? Because he was the epitome of the Ainge three-card Monty trading game. Uh, three card month. I don't, I don't know. Sorry. Uh, Davis played one full season and two partial seasons with the Celtics before moving on to Minnesota in a seven player, three draft pick swap in January, 2006, the three seasons Davis was on the Celtics roster. The team went 36 and 46 
45 and 37 and 33 and 49. And it didn't feel like there was any continuity continuity, excuse me, being built while Davis's style of play wasn't conducive to team cohesion. Check this clip. I see him more as a symptom of Danny's swap meet mentality. Similar players, Tyreek Evans and Pooh Richardson trivia. Davis wore the number that has been worn by more players in Celtics history than any other 12. 12. How many players have worn it through the 22, 23 season? Do you know, or can you see? I don't know how many play. I can't see it because I'm blown up. Mm-hmm. How many? Thirty-four players. Thirty-four players. Well, I knew it was the most. I knew all the other parts of that question. I just did not know the the total number. Lots and lots of players. And also, uh, he sent us this clip, which we we can watch quickly. Is it him it, doing the dunk? Oh, and Tommy getting pissed. Uh, I believe it is. Uh, hopefully, he you can hear. Dunk. This is TikTok. Yeah. Tommy gets mad as hell at this. Yes, he is. Yep. Misses. Come on, Ricky. Stop that. Yep. And Tommy was mad as hell at this. Don't make the basket. He got two, though. This is a, a typical example of what I'm talking about. Is, well, let's see Ricky here. Yeah, he's going to put on a show. Please, Ricky. <laughs> he's so mad. I take you fanny right out of the ball game right now for doing that. <laughs> great clip not Good happy selection not happy at all all right do you want to get the next one 2004 2005 yeah. pull it up here we go all right 2004 2005 focus on the truth as we get ready for jason tatum's seventh season i thought it might be interesting to look back at year seven in the association for the last celtic to be considered the man so today let's make some time for the truth paul pierce Woo. pierce came into the league from a remarkable 98 draft, seven players had careers that lasted 16 years or more. Anton Jamison, Al Harrington, and Rashard Lewis at 16. Nazar Muhammad at 18, Pierce for 19, Dirk Nowitzki 21, and Vince Carter 22. He played long as hell. He'd already had three seasons averaging over 25 points per game while routinely playing nearly every game. In his seventh season, Danny Ainge was still trying to assemble the pieces to make the Celtics a championship team, this year focusing on the draft. Kendrick Perkins was in his second year, while Tony Allen, Al Jefferson, and Delonte West were all in their rookie seasons. This was Pierce's team, with Rafe LaFrance and Gary Payton being the other two principal starters. I can't speak. They won the... and No, I really can't. Really? They won the Atlantic (laughs) Division but lost in the first round to the Pacers in seven games. Why Pierce? Well, as he took the reins of the team, he decreased his scoring and was trying to let other players shine and have the team win together. He also shaved a turnover per game from his average, which helped the squad too. This wasn't necessarily the season Pierce stepped up and did more, but it was the year that the team felt like it succeeded because of him being at the center of it. I think there were some parallels for Tatum to look at as he trains with Paul. Similar players, John Havlicek, Rick Barry, and Adrian Dantley. Trade trivia of the six draft picks involved in the Pierce KG trade with the Nets. Only one player never played in the NBA. Which year was he picked? I've got nothing. Not even a semblance of a clue. The answer. 2017, second round pick, Sasha Vezenkov. Vezenkov. Sasha Vezenkov. Okay, cool. Had never heard of him. <laughs> had never heard of him. He, he, yeah. Kurt, wait. He's on the Kings right now. Apparently, is he? That's what Sasha Vezenkov. Apparently, played for 
Inter- this is sorry. I just I looked at this because I was confused. He played internationally last season in Greece, I believe this is, um, <clears throat> for Olympiacos. Average seventeen point six rebounds and two assists. And on Wikipedia, current team Sacramento Kings. So they brought <laughs> apparently they brought him in uh, at least on a training camp deal. So maybe maybe he'll break this streak uh, that RJ is talking about. Uh, I'll get back to the more more obscure tomorrow. With that, let's get back to the more obscure. 2005-2006, the proto Marcus Smart. Most folks saw him as a defensive specialist at the combo guard spot, but he did well as a lead guard for several years until he was traded to help the Celtics get over the hump of the championship. Sound familiar? Well, before we had Marcus Smart, the Celtics had another muscular tattooed guard to stay today's spotlight player, Delonte West. Pick number 24 in the first round of the 2004 draft. He was the second of Boston's three first rounders that year. Al Jefferson at 15, Tony Allen at 25, and arguably one of Ainge's best draft hauls. He was hailed for his wingspan and defensive potential. Those combined with his first-to-the-floor hustle made him a crowd favorite. He also had a solid three-point shot, maintaining a 37% shot during his four years in Boston. In only his second year in the league, he started all 71 games he played in and put up a very solid 11.8 points, 4.1 rebounds, excuse me, and 4.6 assists for that year. Why Delonte? He was part of a solid team Danny was building around Paul Pierce to compete for a title. West, Tony Allen, Al Jefferson fit nicely with Wally Serbiak and Rafe LaFrance if the Michael Alokondi experiment had turned out differently. But even without that, imagine if the squad had stayed together and the Celtics had been able to draft Kevin in Dur- uh, Kevin Durant in the summer of 2007. Similar players, Lester Connor, Nate Richardson, and Gerald Henderson. Trivia, when he signed with the Celtics in 2010-2011 season, West got to play alongside three of the four players, uh, other players involved in his 2007 trade to Seattle. Can you name all three? Sam, do you want to guess or can you see? Ray Allen, Big Baby, yep. Yep. and Jeff Green. Bang. Love it. There we go. Thank you. Uh, for the Delonte West, Delonte West, who been going to a rough patch in recent years. Hopefully, Delonte West can uh, find himself again. But uh, tough. All right, last one. I believe this is the last one ever. I think this is the last one we, we have. Are up the creek for Saturday. So thank oh, you. Oh no. Oh we no. All right. Friday. We'll get to that. Well, we'll see. Here you go. Re- you got it, Sam, or you want me to read it out? I got it. Hit it. 2006, 2007. Spotlight on an earlier Al. There were a few bright moments in the 06-07 season, but one of the ray of hopes was a young player many Celtics fans thought would be a cornerstone of the franchise. He did help the Celtics build their next championship team, just not quite the way anyone imagined. Today, we look at Al Jefferson. Imagine the Ime Udoka suspension, Kevin Garnett's 2009 injury, Robert Williams' knee injury, and the death of Reggie Lewis, all happening within the same season. Welcome to the 06-07 season that opened with the death of Red Auerbach. Saw Paul Pierce miss seven weeks with a stress reaction in his foot. Tony Allen blew out his knee on a wide-open dunk. In eight days after the Celtics broke a franchise record 18-game losing streak, Celtics legend Dennis Johnson died at the age of 52 with a heart attack. In the middle of it all, Al Jefferson put in the work he needed on the way to becoming an NBA All-Star. Drafted out of high school with the 15th pick in the 2004 NBA draft, Jefferson joined Kendrick Perkins as part of a big, bruising front line of the future. While Al could be as physical as Perk, he also possessed a grace in the low post that made him a formidable scoring threat from 10 feet in. Imagine Kevin McHale, but broader and able to finish at the rim like like Malcolm Brogdon. Is that good or bad? In the (laughs) 06-07 season, he started 60 games, tied for most with Ryan Gomes of Providence College. Also, cousin of Michael Pina. Uh, 
averaging a double-double of 16 points per game and 11 rebounds per game. At the end of the 24-58 and 58 season, the Celtics have a shot at getting either Greg Oden or Kevin Durant, but the ping-pong balls gave them the fifth pick in the 07 draft, which set the wheels in motion for the Allen and Garnett trades. Al was the key player in the Garnett deal. No, Al was the key player in the Garnett deal. And he had his best season with Minnesota, averaging 20 points and 10.4 rebounds during his three-year stint. Jefferson went on to play 14 years in the league, three seasons with each Boston, Minnesota, Charlotte, and Utah, plus two with Indiana. Why Al? It's hard to see it now, but coming into the 06-07 season, the Celtics had surrounded Pierce with Rondo, 20 years old, Delonte West, 23, Perkins, 22, Gomes, 24, Tony Allen, 24, Leon Poe, 22, and Al Jefferson, 21. It was a young and capable squad with Jefferson giving Pierce the best inside presence he had played with in his pro career and possibly setting the stage for the truth to lead the team to a championship. We'll never know, but while we had him, Jefferson was fun to watch work on the low block. Similar players, Alvin Adams, Nate Thurmond, and Brooke Lopez. Trivia. Who was the tallest player Al Jefferson was traded for? Not Kevin Garnett. Hint. It's not him. <laughs> I saw it, unfortunately. Uh, it is Costa Kufos. Oh, Jack is genius. <laughs> I cheated. I cheated. Uh, <clears throat> be well, guys. Thank you for letting me fill in the dry spell with some light into the dark ages. RJ, genuinely, this is this has been dope. Like very We helpful. appreciate you. You didn't have to do any of this. And so we very in hindsight, we should just use these for the videos. <laughs> The, the separate videos <laughs> Maybe. and then we could have did like but... highlights or whatever. That's all right. Thank you again, RJ. We appreciate you. Uh, I will say off of this, I just thought the question also Al, Al Jefferson, never an all-star. Didn't know that weird. I thought he was an all-star. He was point. yeah. No, never an all-star all NBA in 2013, 14, but never an all-star. He was very all weird. NBA. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And he wasn't all-star. an all-star. Yeah. Very weird. Uh, what I was going to ask you, the ping pong balls didn't fall their way, obviously, in, in that season. They got Jeff Green, and they, they flipped it into Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett, and that would happen. Would you have rather Kevin Durant, or would you rather keep the future that happened with Allen and Garnett? And I, I think that's, uh, a, that's, a tough, that's a tough question, because you don't know what would happen with KG, or KD, I should say, or you can keep the one championship. Well, Pierce would have been gone. You think so? Yeah, he's talked about that like a bunch of times. The plan was to trade him. So they probably would have got more help for Durant. Maybe. I don't know. I think it would be interesting to play it out and see how it went. Mm-hmm. But I'm not not really positive on how. You wouldn't rather. How I'd, just I'd rather have the title, I guess. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Uh, do you want to do any of this other Celtic stuff, or do you want to bump do it off? Like we could do one more, or we could just bump it. What do we think? Just bump it. We have so much NBA stuff today we can have fun with. Perfect. That's what I figured. All right. So that'll be your Celtics fix. Thank you again to RJ. Again, truly cannot thank you enough. This was not only a lifesaver, but it was dope. And you didn't have to. It was so fun. We appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you, RJ, very much. Um, let's kick off NBA stuff. With the load management ban being official, you put this in here, so I'll, I'll let you kick it off. But basically, it's the stuff we talked about last time, but it is. This happening. is a big peen Adam Silver episode. All bald <laughs> and shaven. Load management ban is official. The NBA will provide several scenarios, however, for accused excused absences rather on missed games, including those involving regular season back-to-back scenarios. Sources said, quit fucking moving the thing, will you? For example, the NBA will allow pre-approved designated back-to-back allowances for players who are 35 years old on opening night 
or have career workloads of 34,000 regular season minutes or 1,000 regular season slash playoff games combined. Sources said, I believe this is from Woj. Those players, if you may be wondering, LeBron, Chris Paul, Durant, Harden, Curry, DeRozan, and Conley. So no surprise Mm -hmm. to anybody, LeBron gets a break. Shocker. But also, Warriors catch a major break. We had the thing. What do they have? They have four total players? Yeah, because Wiggins was an Mm all-star. So it's Mm -hmm. those two, Draymond and Wiggins, that are all eligible for these little punishments. Like, yeah. So when we first heard about this, the Warriors were at big time risk of being fined up the ass. Cause I mean, it does make sense for this to be a loophole all jokes aside. Cause this is a reason if you're going to rest players, this is the demographic that you should be resting. The old guys, the mm-hmm. wear and tear guys, not listed. Yeah. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. Uh Oh, <laughs> <laughs> tough for them. Uh, also tough for Clay. Uh, coming off two injuries, I know he just played a full season after it, so he's okay. But like, <clears throat> Clay's a guy who I feel like they should want to rest more often, and uh, I don't know if they'll be able to. But that's weird. Um, yeah, I, I like it. I'm in on it. Glad they're doing it. Good for them. Uh, speaking of Adam Silver, Sam, I, I know you're hyped about this, so I'll let you rock the next. All one right, <laughs> Adam Silver rules. He was yeah. asked about the Dame and James Harden situations. This is what he had to say. I believe it was Howard Beck that asked him that. Don't like them. As a league, I want players and teams to both honor their contracts. I'm watching everything going on in Portland and Philadelphia and hoping they get resolved to everyone's satisfaction. I'm glad it seems to have calmed down as far as public discourse as he talks about it nationally. Uh, but he was asked, in fairness. Good for Adam Silver. I think that's the correct answer. These contracts are both ways. So players, you know, they shouldn't be signing contracts just to play in the NBA. That's, that's really my main point with this. I don't know what the main solution is going to be, but you, you have this situation looming over the Celtics head as we still have the green background up, which is fine. I'll change it. <laughs> no, that was not a snipe. I swear to God, it wasn't. I just waiting. happened to notice. I was waiting for. I'm getting getting roasted on the podcast. Uh yeah, good, good for Adam Silver. I mean, it, you, he's not going to say anything else, right? But to hear him so harshly say, "Yeah, mm. out, out on the trade request," but, is, but back is, to uh, it, right? This does affect the Celtics. Yeah, if they do something about this, because both Jalen Brown, who already assigned his, and Jason Tatum, you would have to assume are going to be on these monster contract extensions. One concern with the Jalen extension from many people is that he doesn't like it here and he's going to ask ask out and he's not going to fulfill the contract. If they decide to make that stricter, you may see players more hesitant to accept all this money with the new CBA, right? If they're like you, we've talked about this before, Mm -hmm. like hypothetically you have to say they have to do like three years or whatever of the five to be traded or to request a trade. So maybe they start to think twice about this stuff. But from a Celtics perspective, if they do change it, it's going to benefit them because they're going to have two all-NBA level players locked up for five years. Yeah, I agree. And I I think the benefit of this to the Celtics is their stars want to play. Like Tatum's probably hype. Tatum's like, "Ah, you can't rest me now, guys. Like I'm I'm playing anyways. So uh, yeah, I think this is fine. Um, Tom Brady in the gym. Again, another thing you were hyped about. I know, I know you were amped. Tom Brady, the legend. Um, 
just just didn't miss. I have the video here. I'll share. So for those of you who don't know, uh, Tom Brady's son is going to Northeastern. Is that correct? And that uh, I, don't know. I don't know context. I don't know if that was the connection, but I I know that was something I talked about with my friend last night when this came up. So I don't know if the connection is there. But Tom Brady was in the gym, uh, as Sam put it, the gym that every NBA player ever goes to. That it you know it is great in. Tom Brady, Anytime anybody's in this gym, they're nasty. This is Tom Brady's son getting the shots up. Uh, and Tom Brady as well. Don't miss. <laughs> he's 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 not, into he's, him. he's not missing. Oh, he can't son. guard though. Cooking a little bit. His uh this is the Ben Simmons highlight tape, but uh it is cool because it's Tom fucking Brady. <laughs> I know you're not a big football guy. You a big Tom Brady guy? I always liked Tom Brady because I grew up with the Patriots teams that were really good. And I always respect like the career he had and being the mm-hmm. greatest or whatever. But it's not like I'm not like obsessed with him like a lot of people. Like I think he's great. But yeah, it's fine. This is fire. He's he's just straining them. He's not <laughs> Celtics need the 15th guy. You'd put people in seats. That's for damn sure if you signed him. Imagine mm-hmm. if they did that just as like a gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, what what did it, it's like when uh didn't the Mavericks trot out Tony Romo? I think that <laughs> was a game a, like April Fools thing or something like that. But there is like okay. a there's something of him there. in the Mavericks uniform. There's something there. All right. Next thing we have is uh I know I know you're not you're not too fond of this Sam. <laughs> Damien Lillard update. Yay! <laughs> Aren't we so glad? I think this came out right stuff? after we did the last show, or it came out <laughs> yeah. yesterday. It was somewhat recent. Um, Sham saying Dame isn't going to camp unless it's the Heat, which th- they were pressed about him and his agent, and they they were saying right. no, we never said that. Well, come on, what, 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 what are we doing here? Somebody calls reading this. Bluff, dude. This is a Please. huge blurb, but I'm gonna try to pick through it Go quickly. Ahead. Expect expect Portland and Miami to reengage before the start of training camp. Um, really at this point, I'm told only two training camps that Dame would report to are Portland and Miami. Uh, so it's funny that he used this as an example because he just like he shit on the Raptors for no reason. So if a team like Toronto, for instance, were to uh, trade for Dame, I don't believe Dame would even report. Um, I believe that standing trade request would still be there if he were to be traded to a team like Toronto or anyone else that really wants to take a chance on it. Uh, so basically it is he'll go to Portland because he's there or he'll go to Miami because it's Miami. Um, and Sam wrote so fucking sick of this guy. man. <laughs> should have been him instead of Rogers. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, and then yeah. NBA sources tell the Oregonian slash Oregon live that this is, claim is only partially true. This type of firm stance from Lillard was originally on the table, according to sources, but he backed off since July when the NBA got involved. Lillard threw a statement that he would honor his contract by reporting to wherever the Blazers trading him. Blah, 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 blah. Also, what is this? Also, LOL at this expert excerpt from Morgan Live. Anyone who has listened to his rap music knows that overcoming obstacles, including disrespect, is a common theme, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> which is uh, just a fire excerpt. Uh, from Oregon Live, but uh, just yeah. just he just loves the grind, dude. He's just <laughs> addicted to it. God, but uh, you're, who's uh, listening to his music? Suck you're up. over. It's the beat writer life, though. Over Dame, more over so the news. Over it. I just think it's it's funny that all this stuff is coming up again. Like he's not going to play. Then don't play, dude. Loser. It's it's just loser stuff. I don't know. It is lame. I don't know. Moving swiftly on Speaking to Giannis kind of loser stuff. Kupo. You think this is loser stuff from Giannis? I think the opposite. It's winner stuff. 
I I think it's I wouldn't expect much else. So Giannis was on. Where was he? Where did he say this? Uh, he was on some podcast today. And I, I don't know where it was. I can Google some ESPN um, production because okay. that's where I saw this. He was on Forty Eight Minutes, uh, which was NBA on ESPN. Uh, as my Google is is glitching out, um, but he was basically asked about his future in Milwaukee, uh, and he said. I'm a Milwaukee Buck, but most importantly, I'm a winner. If there is a better situation for me to win the Larry O'Brien, I have to take that better situation. I don't mind him saying this only because I know or I assume. And then again, I thought about him. I don't think he would request a trade to a new situation. I think he's saying, I think Giannis is next year. Right? That's what I'm saying. That's why I think it's okay for him to say this because he's basically putting pressure on the Bucks, saying, put a contending team around me or I'm not resigning. And that's fine, right? That, that, that is literally what contracts are for. That is what you bet no, players do. No, all the time. I agree. I agree with that part. Yeah. I will say this. Okay, Giannis, what would you rather do? Would you rather have a contending team or would you rather have the Bucks waste roster spots on your family? Pick one because <laughs> they're doing, trying to do both. And now, not for nothing, the team that they put together in Milwaukee is quality. Like it's, it's not it's like team. he's on a middling team. Like Milwaukee first was piece. the first seat last year. What else do you want out of them? I think they've done a very, especially being a small market team, they've done an excellent job of compiling talent. I, I don't he think he's necessarily, I don't think he's complaining about the team now. I think he's just saying, hey, don't slow up. Because realistically, as much as they were the first seed, like they've been bouncing the second rounder sooner in the past two years. And if they need to trade a Chris Middleton or a Brooke Lopez or a Drew Holiday, because just to get younger, to get, you know, different dynamic offense in there, like they shouldn't do it. I think this is Giannis's way of saying like, hey, don't get complacent. I still want to win. I know we won a title, but I want to win more. And so that's good for him. It's fine. The the Thanasis thing I get to, if you want my opinion, I don't think it's Giannis saying do it or I'm out. I think it's the Bucks saying, hey, well, we got your brother back though. Like I, I feel like it's it's that side of thing. Like I don't think it's Giannis saying bring him back or I leave. I think it's the Bucks trying to get him to stay, if that makes sense. Um I don't know. I don't it, have more it's, it's for Giannis views. Like, I don't know why you're employing my bum brother. <laughs> I, I well, I mean, you heard from the Thanasis that he almost signed with the Knicks. So there was some competition out yeah. there. Yeah. The Knicks had a big contract <laughs> up for Thanasis. <laughs> Thanasis what is probably me? only value is like what you said. Like, hey, we just signed your brother. So like, the exactly. Knicks feel like they can get Giannis. So if they sign Thanasis, maybe they feel like they'll get Giannis. I don't know. True. I wonder who has. Can I look on Spot Track and see? Is Giannis a free agent next summer or the season after? Do you know? I believe it's season after. So he has yeah. this year, the year after, and then he has a player option, which he'll probably decline to get more money. Wow, he's, he's under contract for a right while for there already to be like, oh, he's going to leave, well, like happening. I, I feel like it's less that, and more, or at least from Giannis's perspective, saying, hey, like, keep improving, keep changing, keep like trying to find ways to get better. Don't get complacent. Let's keep moving forward. Um, I want to see cap tracker by the 25-26 season. I want to see who will have space. And obviously, it's tough to project by then. But like, you look at guys who could potentially have cap space that summer. You're seeing teams like the Magic and the Spurs, both of whom could probably like Giannis by that point. Like, Imagine the Spurs pair Giannis with Wemby, or they pair Giannis with Paolo Bencaro and Franz Wagner, or um, the Pacers. Uh, go out and get him and, and try to pair him with Halliburton or 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 the 
LA Clippers, they try to get him to a big market or, or, or the Thunder, the Thunder try to pair him with Shea. Like there will be plenty of teams out there where Giannis could have a good shot to win a title, arguably better than the Bucks. And so, I, and I don't think Giannis wants to leave Milwaukee. I think he's just saying like, Hey, keep trying to improve. Like don't get complacent, which is good for him. And he's doing it the right way versus requesting a trade for Milwaukee. So I don't see a huge problem with it. I mean, I wish instead of doing what he's doing with the Sixers right now, James Harden just said, I'm leaving him for agency, which is kind of what Giannis is teeing up for anyway. So, uh, all right, Sam, Reddit post of the day. What we got? Reddit post of the day from user Angel two times with the Z. Ooh, okay. Going into his 21st season, who is the best player you would take LeBron over? If you don't think highly of LeBron this year, who's the worst player you would take over LeBron? Some of the best players I would still take LeBron over this season, KD, Shea, Tatum, and crazy enough, probably Luka. Unsure about Curry, but most likely swinging towards Curry. Before his foot injury, he was averaging 29 points per game and almost double-digit rebounds. And while on one foot, he was still very good and controlled the game. A lot depends on how he has recovered, but LeBron is pretty good at getting himself ready during the offseason. Levine and DeRozan over LeBron easily, though. Don't look at Mike Fletcher. He's a Bulls fan. Uh, <laughs> initial thoughts. Uh, psychotic. <laughs> Saying you take LeBron over KD, Tatum, and Luka is nuts. Shea, I kind of get, but even that, uh, I might take Shea. <laughs> like, I think LeBron's a great player, and he still controls the game, and the Lakers were still very good. <clears throat> but I also think you have to consider the fact that literally in the same post this guy wrote this whole post and he he counter argued against himself in the same post saying before the foot injury you can't he's not gonna be healthy for an entire season anymore like that mm. and, and i think kd is the same thing but like luca and tatum are pretty healthy and the only reason luca didn't play towards the end of the season i think is because the mavericks wanted to tank and i don't think he was very happy about sitting sure out did and so um there is that I hope people roasted him in the comments. I don't know if people roasted him in the replies for the Tatum, KD, et cetera. Somebody Tatum. said uh, this is a really um, roundabout way to ask where you rank LeBron for this season. Yeah, pretty much. Um, top reply. That's a but great the top question. Though. Actual reply was maybe Tatum or Jimmy. My top in, is in order. But if you swap players with players close to them, then I think it would probably be fine. Don't know what that means. Yoga, Giannis, Steph, Luca, Embiid, AD, KD. Then Braun slash Tatum slash Jimmy exists around the same tier and can be swapped. So there are maybe. I don't really know if Embiid is better than those three guys. Call me crazy. I, I think the best the best player I would take LeBron over is probably his teammate, probably a D. If you want my yeah. opinion. And, and maybe and maybe, maybe that's because I'm worried about his health and how often he can play. But like I'd probably put it in the in the like Devin Booker maybe range. I I might take Book over LeBron though. I, and and that's crazy, but I don't know. I the book's real good. I would take Jimmy over LeBron for the entirety season in the playoffs. I'd take Tatum. I'd take Luca. I'd take Embiid, Jokic, and Giannis. I'd take Curry. I'd take KD. Like and that's not a knock on LeBron. It's just there's a lot of good players in the NBA. Um, Another so. comment. LeBron is incredible. Body has shown it is starting to break down these last few years, to your point. Mm -hmm. I think I'd give the edge to Tatum just because of his Ironman status. Good. Someone replied, said LeBron clearly can't provide the value over a whole regular season, but he was way better than Tatum this last conference finals. Okay. 
Yeah. I didn't like the Tatum narratives in that conference finals. I I really, and you remember, I was bullshit when people were like, he's not shooting in the fourth quarter. And I was like, yeah, because he's seeing three guys. He's making the correct play. LeBron was so good. He didn't win a single game. Good for him. (laughs) Yeah. Someone said, is Shea in the God tier now? It's so crazy to me that LeBron is in top five player in the league discussions going into 21st season. Most Hall of Fame players weren't even able to lace up. That's true. As much as you don't like LeBron, like that's you'd have to be dumb to take LeBron over Luca. Yeah, I agree. De'Aaron Fox clears. Okay, <laughs> this is all shit posting. Now, now we're but getting. In, you guys uh, get the point. It's interesting. It is really just where do you rank LeBron? You I probably rank him around. List, uh, by the way, this is a great you. rat list. Thank you. I rank LeBron around like six to eight, and so I think that's where we're probably seeing it. Anyways, speaking of the rat list, let's jump right into it. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, you can go first. <laughs> all right. Well. In that case, uh, what do I start with? What, what did you What did you see? What, did you just like it all? I think the second <laughs> one is truly a good pick. We'll start it then with uh We'll start with that captcha. <laughs> just hate it. Captcha <laughs> is the worst. So, for context, my router just fell onto the ground. So I, I'll pick that up as I'm talking. Captcha. So every time I want to log into Megaphone, which is the um platform we use to distribute our podcast so it's where i upload the auto file and it releases it to spotify and apple and all that good stuff <clears throat> i have to re-log in and i have to use captcha usually this isn't a problem sometimes it doesn't even bring up the caption and it just says okay you know verified you're not a robot whatever but sometimes it says some shit like click the telephone pole and yep. i i click the telephone pole but then there's one box where it's just in the corner and there's a tiny bit of telephone pole and i click it saying okay there's a little bit in there doesn't count and then there's, you know, click, click all the bridge, all the bridge. If the bridge is in the picture, click it. Okay. Well, does, does the base of the bridge count as the bridge? No, it doesn't do captcha again. And then I refresh the page and get mad or whatever. And then the other captcha is the worst captcha, in my opinion, is click all images with a something in it, with a boat in it. And I click the image with a boat. But then instead of just accepting that there's a boat in it, it reloads another image. And it's like, okay, does this image have boat? Yeah. It's like, okay, and let's then, see. Are you programmed just yeah. for both or can you also recognize bikes? So I'm I'm now caught in an endless cycle of click this image and I finally get down to one square and I'm like, oh, yes, there's a boat in that. And then it loads a new image. Okay, there's also a boat in that. There's also a boat. L- stop. I'm not a fucking robot. I know what a boat is. Hmm. And spoiler alert, robots probably fucking know what a boat is too. What what are we doing? Like if AI can generate songs that sound like LeBron James and, and, and images, AI realistic images of basketball courts. And, and, you know, the NFL is doing a stream of their game this week. That's just Toy Story. They're live rendering the game and, and, and AI imaging it or whatever, imaging it to Toy Story and having all the players act as two cartoon characters. I'm pretty sure my computer can tell you what a fucking boat is. Capture stupid. Figure out something else. I'm over it. It, it pissed me off today. I, it got. I was stuck there for five minutes. It was annoying. Mm. So Ratless Captcha out on Captcha. It's, it's vanquished. It's got to be gone. Ratless scheduling work meetings in the first or last hour of the day. Ratless move. Unwritten yeah. rule. It's like in baseball, like when they uh, flip the bat and mm. then they get hit by a pitch the next time they come up. That should be the equivalent when you schedule a meeting for the last hour of the ship. So there was a meeting today. It was an hour long. And uh, it caused some chaos as there were tornado warnings in the area. So yeah. it was like, ah, I might have not been here for this <laughs> had you not scheduled it at four. So it was mm-hmm. kind of a day ruiner. I, I didn't play basketball today because of that. It was, it was less than ideal. Kind of made tough. me sad. Yeah, that is a uh, 
A disaster. A disaster. Uh, Ratless this morning. Mm. This is a story. My morning in particular. So my sister is a nursing student, and she forgot her stethoscope here. If you're a nursing student, you should probably remember your stethoscope and name tag. Just saying. It's probably an important piece of the puzzle. So uh, she took the train home. I picked her up from the train station. We got breakfast. I dropped her back off. The train came in. And I offered this, so I'm not going to rattle her for how early it was, because I, I said, come in an hour earlier, we can get breakfast. So I did it to myself, but I was up at, at 7 this morning. So early morning for me is my point, <clears throat> right? Not a morning person. Sam knows this. Everyone knows this. Correct. You were up You were up today. You were texting me. Oh, like, sorry. you texted me something, and then I didn't respond in, like, two minutes, and you were like, thoughts? I was like, yeah, I'm fucking driving. Leave me alone. Yeah. Hey, fuck. Oh, you're going to tell. Whatever. All right. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm a changed person. Uh-huh. Whatever. Um... <clears throat> So whatever, I'm up early. It's a rough day, or I'm I'm crabby already. Put it that way. I'm like tired, and so I'm like not <clears throat> fully myself. Driving there, whatever. Get there, blah blah blah. Coming back from breakfast, got eggs Benedict. By the way, bacon, very good. Fan, something I've newly discovered is good. I like eggs Benedict now. No, um, it. It's really good. Enjoy. I got it another day. The other day, I got it with like a pulled short rib. Fire. Anyway, sorry, distracted. Uh, <clears throat> tangent. Coming home, road work. 8 a.m. 8:30 a.m. Prime time. Disaster. Not a good time to do road work. Not at all. Very out of it. Maybe even nine, which is even worse. Right. That is worse. In line, sitting there. My sister, big backseat driver, big mm. on telling me what to do. Get in line, whatever. I uh, hopefully, knock on wood, no, no police are listening. I'm on my phone, in the mm. uh, I'm waiting in this traffic because it's one of those SWAT. where right only like half of the road is open or like half of half the road is open so there's cops and and we wait in a big line and half people go one people go and so sitting on my phone looking down i put it in park my sister goes why are you in park i'm like you're fucking waiting i'm just gonna take my foot off the gas like for five minutes and sit in park whatever line starts to go i don't see it instead of saying jack it's going my sister's first reaction is to say jack it's going it's going grab the Prindle, what is it actually called? I'm stupid. The, I, I, uh, the gear shift. Grab the gear, the gear shift. shift. And she starts like taking it out of gear. I'm like, stop. <laughs> my foot's not on the gas or brake. Stop touching my shit. Let me go. And so I panic. And so that frustrates me already, right? That already puts me in like a, a mm. panic, like annoyed mood. Correct. Whatever. Driving home, whatever. Finally get through the traffic. It's fine. Get to my 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 street, and I, I probably talked about it here before, but for, for just not in a long time. My driveway is directly across the street from a cul-de-sac, which is fine, but it's also on a not a super busy road, but busy enough where if I want to back into my driveway, I've got to pull across the street to the cul-de-sac if someone is riding my ass. Lo and behold, someone is up my ass today, right behind me, so I can't like pull forward and back in because they're directly behind my car. So I pull into the cul-de-sac, but it's school time. So people are walking down the cul-de-sac just in the middle of the road, try, trying to get to the bus stop. And so instead of pulling in and pulling back out, I go all the way around the cul-de-sac to avoid them. I get back. They're standing in the middle of the street again. They give me a look. I'm like, you're in the way. You're in the street. Why are you looking at me? Uh, and then I just I just pull straight into the driveway instead of backing in, even though it's a bitch to get out that way. But just because I'm like, okay, I'm over this. I don't want to deal with this anymore. It's fine. Pull in. So I'm, very, I'm just all, all the little things have built up to this point where I'm annoyed. I get in the house and I have dogs. And so stuff is gated off. I go to step over the gate, trip over the gate. 
just 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 day ruiner at that point i take my keys i chuck them under the floor i'm just so mad i just scream and i get back in bed and i take a nap for an hour and i was just it was just like everything that came together hour hour two later drop my sister back off the train and i'm letting my aunt's dogs out i'm doing it every day she, she's a school nurse so she, no one's home so i let them out one of them is a puppy and i stepped in shit no, <laughs> just even worse, right? And that's one You're thing. I'm probably wearing, wearing Crocs. I was wearing Crocs, yeah. and so it was easy to wash off. So that, if anything, it was better. So right, I washed it off. It's fine. Okay. Walk up to the front door. Puppy is eating shit. <laughs> like, I, so I'm just mad at this point. Then he goes yeah. to take a drink of water, drools into my Croc, which the downside of Crocs is my sock is not Holes. wet. So it was just. <laughs> just a terrible morning and then i couldn't order my duncan on the app because they don't have the salted caramel cold brew anymore at the duncan they were out or they couldn't make it that morning so i was even more upset so i got a cold brew from starbucks instead because it's close and it, it was good but i was just it was just like nothing like super bad happened but it was enough little things that annoyed me to the point where i was just in a really shit no I, I i would rather have actual and problems then, and minor inconveniences agree and then the the pizza p- place that i like is just not open right now and so uh, it was just and then i had to pick up henry from work in a tornado warning he was sleeping it's just it was just a flurry of minor inconveniences today which i i agree with you i'd rather have a I would, yeah problem they're like hey like your leg's broken it's like all right tragic yeah oh you're in traffic i'd rather not i did uh, speaking of like i did hurt my ankle again playing golf (laughs) the other week (laughs) i need new shoes i need new golf shoes i'm just walking down hills and they're so old that they like don't give me enough support anymore so anyways uh jack have you ever uh done an escape room i have once but it was a long time ago but i i know the concept yeah yeah yeah, so if you have not done an escape room, you go in, it's a big, giant puzzle, and you have like an hour to do it, usually. So mm-hmm. you look around the room, look for clues, whatever. The theme of this escape room mm-hmm. is like you're in a murderer's house, and you're trying sure. to get out. Sure. And I've gone with my girlfriend. I've gone with uh, her roommate. And a roommate's yeah. fiance. So there's sure. four of us in the escape room. Now, I just see an escape room guy on the sheet, and I'm excited for the story because I have a feeling I didn't understand, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Don't fucking kill my punchline-esque thing. It's not really I won't. punchline. I'm just excited. Sorry. Go ahead. So in escape rooms, like you go through the puzzles, like sometimes like when you get stuck, like someone will come on the loudspeaker mm-hmm. and like give you hints or like hints will come up on a screen. Now, this place, this place gives you hints in a unique way. I, in my in my team, we were we were all stuck. So how do they give mm-hmm. us the hint? Well, an actor dressed as the killer busts through the door like fucking Kramer from Seinfeld and makes <laughs> me look like a pussy in front of my girlfriend as I am just completely horrified because I didn't I've never had that happen. <laughs> And it completely ruined my concentration because now I'm just like, fuck, dude. Like, I don't want this to happen again. Like, I actually just kind of want to go home. Did you scream? No. Well, I was like, ah. Like, you know, you like. Why? My reaction is definitely flight. Yeah, yeah. That's almost like fight. Like, I I hope like nobody. Like, the guy was actually nice afterwards. Of course. Like, he's just an actor. But like, imagine if somebody like attacked him. Someone Like, there was a point where like I acquired a board. Like I was walking around with like probably like a two by four, just I had it, and I was like, all right, like I, 
I feel a little bit more secure now. But like, I didn't want to like go behind any doors. I didn't want anything jumping out at me. And I legitimately could not concentrate. Like I was not my sharpest because I was like, is he going to come in here again? <laughs> it like, I, 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 is that a normal thing? Like I, I didn't know that they, I mean, good for them. Good, good creativity that. by them. Excellent. Like good job. Like not no shame on them. So how that did he give you the clue as the killer? Good at his job. Yeah. How did he give you the clue? Did he just come in and just give you a clue? He would bust in 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 the story is like your neighbors of the person and you're investigating to see what's going oh, on. Oh, so he wasn't a murderer in the sense that he came in to try to kill you. He came in. No. Like, yeah. He busts in. He was like neighbors. And then like he would be like, yeah, you need to think this way or like you have this much time left. Or I think, he come I think the times? first time he busted in was just to tell us we had like 40 minutes left and it was terrifying. That he busted multiple times. Yeah, he busted like four times. Wow. That's that's crazy. A- after the third time, it wasn't as bad because one, we were far away at that point. Mm-hmm. Did you the solve first these time papers? he did it? He definitely did it where like he knew we were all there. Like they got cameras. Yeah, 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 they, yeah. he knew we were right at the door. <laughs> he was an asshole. He, he's terrible. That's his joy. That's his joy for that. Did you solve the escape room? Did you guys get out? We had seventeen seconds to go as we, oh, as we did it, and he was definitely gonna bust in again. It'd be yeah. like you guys failed. You're gonna get sawed. I wonder what like the the script Failure called removed. for him to do there. Like, was he supposed to like fake attack us? Because <laughs> essentially, just... like he threatens you. He's like, find evidence or you're gonna die. Imagine he just actually comes and murders you all. He's like, yeah, hey, you guys lost. Sorry. <laughs> that would actually be kind of terrible. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, last I thing lived, I have, I this... live to tell the tale. Tiny story, very tiny. Oh, I, I think better even worked today. Cl- I wanted to close with that. <laughs> Sorry, no, it's literally a two-second thing. It's not an actual rattlest. Oh. It's just I went I went to pick up Henry, and I thought uh, thought of it because uh, of the tornadoes because I heard the rain mm. outside. Go to pick up Henry, like 15 minutes from my house. It's fine. We get there, and Henry goes, are you sure you're okay to drive in this? I'm like, what do you, what's the alternative, Henry? Are you going to drive? <laughs> yeah, we just sleeping. Also, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, the alternative, I'm like, yeah, Henry. Someone tells him a, he's listening to a pod, dude. He just starts <laughs> laughing and drives off the road because he goes limp. He just, he just turns well, into a rag doll like, wheel. I go to him. I'm like, Henry, the alternative is sitting here in this open fucking parking lot. Yeah, I, I think I'm okay to drive. Like, what, what's the other option, buddy? Like, what, what else are we going to fucking do? Yeah, yeah, I'm okay to drive in this. There's no other choice. Uh, I, just, I was like, uh, Henry, Henry. This whole severe weather is the rat list, actually. So I'm Agreed. at work today. Out on it. Yeah. And, like, we all get, like, one of the phone things. And it's like, it might flood. That's what it says. It yeah, might yeah. flood. Happened to me when I was driving. I shit myself. Yeah. It's like 3.15, watch out, blood. I'm like, okay. So, like, that means we're all going to leave early, right? Like, everyone's kind of, like, kind of, (laughs) like, testing the waters. Like, are we all going to leave? You know, whatever. So, I'm like, yeah, I think we're going to leave. Now, my car, and this is important, my car was having problems, so I took a different car to work today. My, My dad happened to be home, so I took his car. My badge to get in the building is in my car, so I do not have my badge when I arrive. Someone lets me in. It's fine. But... I have this mental dilemma of do I really, really want to leave this building for lunch and have to worry about getting back in? Now it is simple. You would just ask somebody and that's what I ended up doing. But I held off going to lunch for a very long time because I was like, oh, when we all leave early, I'll just go get lunch. Oh no. And as you can tell by the earlier story about the meeting. Yeah. The meeting, by the way, which is actually, I don't really need to go into it, but whatever. <laughs> it, it was a disaster for Typical technical work standpoints. Stuff. But yeah. 
there was no leaving early. So I didn't take lunch till three, which I usually go around then anyways, just because like I like to like go to lunch and then come back and there's no time left in my day. It's fire. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> yep. But uh, yeah, I probably waited longer than I would have. Because I was like, oh, we're all going to go home. It's like when you, uh, back in high school or whatever, you, you have to go to the bathroom. I would always wait. Like, okay, there's 15 minutes left in class. If we go to the bathroom now, I'll come back oh. and there'll be five minutes left in class. And that's that's when it would hit. Anyways, <clears throat> that's all I got. You got anything else for the rat list? No, I wanted to close with the all escape right. room. <laughs> well, <laughs> I had one tiny thing, then you went off the other tangent. But uh, good stories regardless. Anyways, thank you all for tuning in to How About Them Celtics. We appreciate it very much. Uh, thank you again to RJ for all of his help. And, yes. Uh, RJ and others, no need to stop with emails if you want to keep emailing. We'll keep reading them. It's just the, the series of the Dark Ages is over at this point. We'll do um, mailbag, whatever. Yeah. Please help. Please. All of you guys, please. Yeah. Let us know stuff. Email us, DM us, any of that good stuff. The comments, all of that. Comment for videos tomorrow, please. We, we will have nothing. Yes. Uh, yes. Reminder. <laughs> let us know what you want to hear us talk about. Uh, Four things. Four yes. things. Four things. Uh, or more, and we'll pick them. Subscribe to How About Them Celtics. Leave us a five-star on Apple and Spotify. Leave us a review on Apple if you want. That was very kind of RJ. Again, mm. legend. Thank you. Uh, and leave a comment. Again, please help us. <laughs> We're desperate. Thank you all for tuning in. Sam, get us out. Yes, thank you very much for listening and watching. If you're on the YouTube, whether it's ours, CLNS, or CLNS's other ones, subscribe. If it's us, hit the notification bell so you don't miss any of our daily uploads that are still coming at you daily. Till the end of the summer, at least. I think we're going to continue to do something. I don't know cool, what yeah. the exact plan is. We're going to be around. Um, you can follow us on Spotify and Apple. If you just like the audio versions, that's absolutely fine. They're there. Leave a nice five-star review and say something nice, like Jack said. You can find us on Playback TV. We're going to be streaming there during the season. You can follow us. It's just how about them Celtics. You join the community. I'm pretty sure you can like put in like little like messages, like a Discord or something. You, you can have fun with it. At how about them see social media? It's active. I'm behind it. We're we're back. Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok is at how about them sees. Facebook is just the name of the podcast. We're putting links to our daily stuff there. Our different pods will be there when they're up every day. You'll see something. You can follow Jack on Twitter at Jack's Money Bay. You can follow me at Sam LaFrance NBA. That's it for us. Bye. Come on.